listening to United We Scan podcast. The views and opinions expressed are not that of the United States Postal Service or the National Rural Letter Carriers Association. If you are in need of assistance pertaining to the rural craft, please contact your local steward or assigned district representative. Thank you. Welcome to episode two. How are you guys doing tonight? Well, I'm doing well. Um, sat around all day watching football so I can go to bed early and have at it tomorrow. I'm doing pretty well myself until the realization that I actually have to go back to work tomorrow. Just in a little bit ago. I'm, I'm loving life. I, I, I go in every day. I cause consternation and stress. And I laugh at them when they say, can you help one another out? And then I just throw their rules back in their face and say, no can do. And and they go, yeah, you're not being very nice. I said, I never was. Yeah. You know, Bill, we didn't need to know about your constipation. I mean, you know, folks, I'm not the one that made these rules. You are. You know, I have to yep. live by them. I have to work by them. And guess what? I'm by the book. Especially when the book works in my favor. Yep. I was just Absolutely. telling someone the other day. I'm like, I I know their, I know their the rules to their game, and I know how to use their their rules in for their game against them, and they don't like that. In my situation, well, knowledge is knowledge. Knowledge is power. Power controls the money, and and that's why the national board. Has been sitting there for years, you know, just laughing at us as the crap. That's yeah. why I'm gonna get those hats made up saying we the craft are pissed off. I'll start putting them on Facebook to sell. You know, and my situation got even a little bit more interesting because this past Monday our other RCA quit, so that leaves me, myself, and I. Luckily, my office is not as big as your guys's. Thank goodness at this point, but that still leaves me covering all six routes and the ox route on a nearly daily basis. During but Christmas now you're time. you're 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 the senior sub too. I yes, I have been September. <laughs> I've been the senior sub since September when the last one yeah, went but regular. You, but there you're is really no, senior now. Yeah, really senior now. Hey, I could, I could argue that she's a junior sub right now, Bill. Yeah, that 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 that's that's a technicality. I know. Semantics. I know. I'm just saying we could make that argument. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you you would argue that with the devil that the hell hell is hot, but you know that's beside the point. Um, I mean, you know, it, it, it's pretty sad. I, I I see more offices having problems than than offices that are well off. You know, I do. And, yeah. Know. I do know of an office that is just over 50 miles away. Um, she's our state chaplain. She's also secretary treasurer of our local county unit. Her office um, actually has a full complement of RCAs now. I am jealous. Yeah. <laughs> because it's me, myself, and I. And it's not like we have anybody we can borrow. The office just, you know, 15 miles south of us has no subs. The uh, there, there's nobody that we can even borrow to help out. 
So I'm about ready to say, all right, we need to start training the uh, CCA over there on some of these rural routes because I'm getting pretty, uh, <clears throat> pretty desperate at the moment. Uh, he's been he he's been talking about maybe switching over to the rural side because I think he sees where the where, where the hours are now is on the rural side and not so much city side when you've got uh, two full and one auxiliary city route with two full time carriers a PTF and a CCA. So yeah, well, our our newest our newest sub he uh he says I need to get hours. I says don't worry. I says. Say goodbye to your family because you're not going to see them until after January 1st. Yep. And he started laughing, and I says, what's so funny? Mm-hmm. And he goes, you're serious? And I said, oh, yeah, dead serious. And, 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 I mean, you know, and, I've, been, I've been working six, seven days for since September, since we came back from the convention. I've been working nearly six days a week for most, well, since probably April, when it was just myself and the other sub after... <clears throat> our one left i i do wish her safe travels if she listens they are moving across the country this weekend so but uh you know and then he went regular why uh we were well the day i was coming home from convention he officially went full time and that bumped me up and we you know we had one other sub that hired on this summer and he's the one that just left so uh yeah it's you know i'll have eight years in come in a couple weeks and this it's one of those Christmases I was like I, this is payback from last year when my daughter came down with COVID at Thanksgiving time and they made me quarantine for 14 days so I got to sit at home during the beginning of Christmas overtime so I kind of guess this is payback and then the other one is careful what you wish for because when you have that one particular person who really is not a team player and can't hold their own and you're still having to clean up after them and you're thinking, I might as well just do this job myself. Well, now I am. So uh, it's my situation. Yeah, we have a, a, a nice route where this uh, young lady has some family issues, has failed to call EAP. She's um, got a letter of warning for her attendance already. She got a letter of warning for screaming at the postmaster on the floor. And she took Wednesday off because Thursday's her drop day. And then turned around, came in Friday, took out half, you know, took out all the mail, brought half of it back, and then called out Saturday. And I'm sitting there going, and I have to defend her. You know, what do I say? You know, she's a lazy, inconsiderate bitch. I mean, uh, what, what do you want me to say? I mean, there's not much I can do, you know? Oh, she has family issues. Yeah, I've been telling her for a month and a half to get a hold of EAP. You know, get get something on paper showing that you're having issues. And, you know, it's like having FMLA, but, you know, for, you know, emotional or family issues. At least get some documentation down so I can, you know, fight for you. Oh, yeah, right. I, exactly. I tell, you know, I tell my coworkers all the time, I can't do this for you. If you want something to change, I need stuff. I, I, I need something in black and white. I need proof in order to back it up. Or, or like my, my non-union member going, you know, I think I'm owed hours for, for being over 2080. I said, really? I said, why don't you get the form so you can track your hours? He says, how do you get that? I said, go on the union webpage. 
Bill, I'm not a union member. I said, sucks, doesn't it? Mm -hmm. <laughs> of course, I gave it to him, but, you know, <laughs> I made him wait a couple of days. Because I'm like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You know, you want the benefits of, your, of, of membership and not pay your dues? Fine, you know? Yeah. Oh, I, 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 I get it. it I get it. I really do. You know, I, I mean, you know, we're, we're, we're like a welfare state. You know, we have to support everybody else. And I'm tired of it. Yeah, and, you know, there, there's yeah. actually there's actually a labor labor ruling saying that we have to provide information to the members who are represented by us because they have to live under the same terms of the contract that's negotiated for them. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh, hell no. It's not readily available for them to get. Well, that's, that's a shame that they can't get it. <laughs> but, I mean, you know, it, like I said, it's like being in a welfare state. You're paying for the people not working. You know, same thing here. We're, we're, we're you know, Providing information for the people who don't, you know, uh, aren't members. Uh, mm -hmm. How can they figure that they're in 2080 issues if the year just started over? I know, for last year. Oh, well. Yeah. Oh, well. Okay. I was going to say they tried to give you predictions I... too, but how good is that after a couple of weeks, you know? Oh, they've, they, they've already tried that in another office, and I got a phone call about it, and I said, you know, I, just, I said, just laugh at them. Yeah, no, I can't do that. Why, why can't you laugh at him? Two weeks ago, I saw someone posting on Facebook that there's postmaster, supervisor, someone said that um, let them know that they were twenty, you know, having twenty eighty issues. I'm like, how? Yeah. <laughs> you know, how could you have already? You know, you got to wait until at least. I would say February before you can start getting a true representation of what your hours are, you know, projected hours. And even then, that's still early. Oh, yeah. I think it's quite a bit early. Well, you know, you get the, a true... the, 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 pro the problem of it is, is that, you know, these people are getting nudged from above and the people above have no idea what they're talking about. So, you know, they're lemmings. They're being told what to do and they're doing it without even understanding why. I mean, it, it, right. you know, I, I got four supervisors have no idea what our contract is. Um, my and, postmaster... you know, they, they turn around and say, they tell you, well, I was told from above who? Um, the postmaster. I got a postmaster. Who told you this? Well, I got it from district. Who? If you got it from district, you know, you had to get it in writing or an email or something like that. I, I want to know who. And well, we, we I have, can't tell you. And we have every right to put a request in mm -hmm. for a copy of that email. And exactly. you know, it's like my postmaster trying to pull out the contract the other day. And she's like, right here. I said, no, that's not the new updated one because it hasn't been printed and bound and released to us yet. I said, I have my bounded copy from my printed copy from the union, which I let my supervisor borrow because she wanted something to read, to learn and educate herself. And I let her know I did want it back. But I said, here, I have a copy right here. Let me explain to you what it says. 
But don't try and tell me you're pulling out an expired contract, and this is what it says when we have a new and updated one, especially for that section of leave that you're wanting to discuss. I, I, like, I like the part where they sit there and say, well, this is, this is what it means. No, that's not what it means. It's what it says. It's not what you think it means. You know, it, it says what it says. It's in black and white. There's no, you know, you know, ambiguity in regards to what it's actually saying. Don't interpret it. It's, it's in English already. Don't make up a, a new meaning for the words. So weren't they supposed to come but, out with the uh, RCAM? And that has yet to be released. Yeah. I have yet to receive anything about been... the RCAM. Yeah. I, I saw something on the in the Rex thing for it the other day, and it's like, wow, they're still working on it. But, yeah. You know, you, you gotta have that done before the Rex uh, study's done? Right. Yeah, uh-huh. You want to bet on it? I mean, I'll put I'll put I'll put a hundred on there. You know, that was a long shot, very long shot. Yeah, exactly. I. It's like yeah, you, know, you you were talking about discussing the the Christmas overtime and second trips, and the the first thing you know somebody said to me was, "Well, how do we get paid for second trips during Christmas overtime?" I said, yeah. "By the hour." So, and they said, well, how, how do you record it on your 4240? Well, how do I know if I'm getting paid for it? Well, photocopy your timesheet, you dumbass. Yeah. I mean, you know, I, I the first thing I first thing I told this new kid on Saturday morning, I, I called him up Friday night at his house and told him, you be there Saturday morning. First thing Saturday morning, I told him, you make sure that you keep track of every hour you get that, that you work. Your green card, whether you sign a forty-two forty, I said every day write it down. Get into the habit of writing it down every day. I says because invariably, it will disappear one day and your hours will be short. I said so. Let's prevent it before it even starts. Oh, all right, and that's going to bring us to the hot topic tonight of Christmas overtime. Since the start of this next, this coming Saturday, December 3rd, ending on the 23rd, Christmas overtime. So what does that mean? Well, for RCAs like myself, um, it's business as usual, unless you're covering an ox route, you're not going to get paid the evaluation. You're going to get paid uh, straight time for running the ox route. Other than that, for RCAs, it's business as usual for the most part. Uh, for regulars, this is where things change. Bill, I'll let you uh, explain the Christmas overtime for regulars. Christmas overtime, you get paid for every hour that you work, period. The problem is, from the beginning of the guarantee period in October, what was that, October 7th or 9th? 8th. 8th? See, I was close. They were. From October 8th uh, until... December 2nd, all the hours that you have worked is put into a formula based on your routes evaluation. So when they put this formula together, they come up with a number that isn't actually time and a half, folks. You are getting paid a percentage based on the amount of hours you went over your evaluation. 
it's a confusing formula and it's even harder to find but that's how you're paid i remember the first time it happened to me and i i questioned why i'm not getting time and a half when it was easy to take my hourly rate and, and multiply it times 1.5 and was coming out short of that amount that's the catch another catch that we have in our contract that allows them to adjust our overtime rate based on the hours from the beginning of the of the overtime um, or the guarantee period on October 8th. So, you know, if you haven't maintained your hours and most of us haven't, don't look for time and a half. Look for like time and a quarter because that's what it's closer to be like. Otherwise, you're going to get paid overtime for every hour at, at your at your rate that you've earned all the way up to December 23rd. And then on December 24th, you go back to the normal system. If you're on, you know, uh, your drop day, you'll be getting paid for the overtime and uh, on your routes evaluation. And that's it. If you're, uh, if it's your regular drop day, if it's your regular work day, J day or whatever, however, some people call it, you're going to be paid at your standard evaluation. Also, and yeah, the, the the kicker the kicker about it is that if you're on your if you're working your drop day, you're getting paid for your overtime on your valuation, and that's it, not for any hours over and above that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it does not. It's not included into that. Um, also, Correct. second trips. If you uh, second, I, as as a regular right. as a regular only now now uh, if you're an RCA, you still get paid second trips, separately. However. If you are a regular, you do not get paid additionally for second trips. It's uh, computed into your uh, your hours for the week. Um, the only thing additional you would get is if you are a POV route, you would get that additional EMA for those second trip miles. For anything over 40 miles. Yes. Because um, you're automatically paid a minimum of 40 miles for EMA. Yeah, if your daily total miles go over 40, yes. I we Our one POV route's 93 miles. Um, most of the POV routes I've ever ran have been, you know, in excess of 50-plus miles, so I haven't really dealt with a POV route under 40 miles, other than my ox route. So. Well, you got to keep in mind, um, where, where I'm at is a lot more urban, yeah. and most of the routes are averaging 25 miles somewhere between 20 and 30 on average um for the route miles you know there's a few that are less than that and there's a few that are more than that but so there are some that are you know that are less But yeah, that pretty much sums up the Christmas overtime period. Um, I know we had a couple questions. What constitutes as a second trip? This came in from a, uh, a, a friend of ours. Uh, in fact, I think I ended up on a, uh, on a phone call with him and one of our hosts here. You know, basically, what, what's constituting as a second trip? That's actually outlined in the F-21. Am I correct, Bill? Yes. You're in there. You got it. Yeah. 
which I have, and I was going to pull it up, and I didn't right away. My F21. No, I used to have this one right on the homepage of my phone. If that counts <laughs> as how sad I am, is it's not right there anymore, yet I have the Matrix Guideline, the P603, the contract, um, yeah, and a few other things right there. I think I even have a copy of the M38 on a home screen, too. But my F21, basically your second trip. F21, time and attendance, right here. Second trips. An additional trip is when management authorizes, requires a carrier to make deliveries after returning from their standard street duties. This is a, then it tells you a three-digit field in the roll certificates when they're filling stuff out. Uh, the carriers, regular and leave replacements, will be compensated at two minutes per mile for each mile involved in the additional trips. The compensation factor for leave replacements is valid when a leave replacement is compensated based on the evaluation of the regular or auxiliary route served and when actual work hours do not exceed 40 hours per week. So that is correct. RCAs, if your time goes over 40 hours per week and you have a second trip in there, you're going to get paid the straight time. Carriers authorize complete second trip. Carriers required to travel 10 miles to make an eight minutes to load the vehicle. The regular is 38 miles per day. That's just given, that's just given the computation. Basically, it's anything that they require you to go out for, whether it's packages that couldn't fit the first time out, or it's misthrones or stuff that came in late that they're required to get out or stuff that doesn't get taken out when it was supposed to by auxiliary assistance, and you come back and there's a gurney of packages sitting there, yes, that will be a second trip. Wow. So, sounds like the carriers are getting screwed over again. Yes. Let's, let's have management come up and say, please leave this hour, two hours, whatever it was, to get you back. And uh, I'll take that out, yet then they turn around and give it to a CCA to take out, and you come back from running your route, and there's a whole gurney of packages that didn't get taken out for that section. Yeah, that was the scenario that <clears throat> was being questioned. Yeah. Or they come up with the one that, well, look, you, you can't take these out and deliver them, so just take them off the... Uh, property and scan them as access denied and you sit there and say request denied I'm not falsifying the data mm -mm. they have a fit over that one <laughs> they want they want it they want to falsify them they can falsify them yeah no we we won't ours will we, not we, do, we won't do it I, I know my management won't uh, fall to that one at all we, we had a, one of those little foreign packets you know the old little wish mail packets that Mm -hmm. you know got scanned in inter the international code was got it was a sleeper in a case and it was going on seven o'clock and she's like i'll take it out and she took it out to deliver it instead of just scanning it you know return to validate address or return to post office for address or whatever to stop the clock no access nope nope it went out you know that return re return for address verification does not stop the clock Get on our end first. I, I like, I like, I like the one where they turn around and they have the integrity scan, 
Uh-huh. And I've got I've got cop I've got two two copies of those where they they were received after six p.m. You know on different days. And then I got copies of the uh, dispatch log from the uh, from the uh, dock, showing there was no trucks there at that time. <laughs> nice. Yeah. So when they want to talk integrity scan, I'm going to say what integrity? <laughs> you have none. That, that was the funniest thing when I heard the first time I heard integrity scan. I says, "What they go out and buy some?" <laughs> so what Amazon is... probably delivered it. What is what? What is your guys's ideas of ways? And I know our biggest. I think our biggest issue was retaining our CAs anymore, or even hiring them. Number one is pay and management. <sighs> Do you agree with me on that? I'd have to. I, I I'd have to say. Retaining the RCAs is difficult enough, but the the problem of retaining them is is linked to the piss poor management that we have. Yes, I I think that is I, the I, biggest yeah. one, um, in my. In my experience, um, especially with the amount of RCAs I've seen go through my office in the last couple of years, I guess when I transferred in, I already had three and a half, almost four years under my belt when I transferred into this office. So, you know, and I'd already dealt with a couple of different managers. So it was right. a little different, and I'd already been a union steward in my former office as well. So I had that running for me. But when you get somebody new and off the streets, and I'm not, you know, not necessarily even the young kids. I mean, we've had the last three people that we had hired on and the last three that resigned were all in the mid-40s to, to uh, I'm going to say their older one was around, was around 60. Retired school teacher. I mean, he worked one day and brought his resignation in the next day, mainly because of the way management talked to him. Uh, the other, you know, the other one is like, I just don't think this job is for me, which I get. This job is not for everybody. Right. I, I completely, and this is, this is not somebody who, who uh, didn't work hard for a living. I mean, he, he, he was a hard worker. And me and the regular. Was it, if I remember, this is the one you were saying it was doing really good. You know, he he had great potential. I mean, he not afraid of hard work, but I think a lot of it, not necessarily the management end of it, but I think a lot of it was the multitasking while you're trying to drive down the road. Um, right. The scanner, I know, aggravated him so much. Of course, they aggravate us too. But, you know, when you're trying to go to scan something and it's not scanning or it's wanting to escape out and asking if you want to log off, you know, changing screens on you, that was really kind of right. aggravating him a bit. Um, I, I, I see those things. And then the other one, I, it just couldn't handle heavy days. Never found his groove. Again, just I don't think is the type of person that was cut out for this job. Um, 
you know, we had even all gave the <laughs> offer of some more training and, you know, he, he didn't want it. So, but, you know, I, I, it's becoming a crisis across the country and we all know this. We all, you know, all of our offices of everybody on here is we're suffering in one way or another. And it's due to lack of relief carriers. I think part of it also is the, the length of time for onboarding. Oh, definitely. They, they, they need to restructure the hiring process to they streamline to, it a lot they, faster. They need to bring it back to get rid of this fast track hiring. Fast track hiring is not fast track hiring by any means. Bring it back down to the individual property level or the individual office level. Your you know. vocals are bad. Very bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, you're right. This guy, Andrew Hour, we just brought on Saturday. I first met him on September 14th. And he, and he just got through his training last week and, you know, started working as of Saturday. Two months. It took over two months to hire somebody. Yep. That yeah. makes no well, sense. So we've no. known that for a long time. It's, it's, you know. Well, I, I know at my state convention, um, they were talking about um, that there was a new process they were looking into that it was actually at legal at that point to see if they could potentially switch to that system, which would make it a lot faster onboarding people. From the time that they apply and are deemed a valid candidate. Well, they, they streamlined our system in uh, PA. It's the Delaware PA 2 district because yeah. they're not doing drug screening anymore. It still took two months to hire somebody, but they're not doing the drug screening anymore. They're only doing... That's why we got this pothead, pothead there. They're only doing the drug uh, testing, I know, in my district um, for carriers, the ones that are driving vehicles. Clerks aren't doing it. That's the yeah. only one. And they weren't doing well, but they just brought back the uh, drug testing for the carriers. Well, I know for a while they weren't doing background checks for new hires. Oh, that I know they're doing. Well, hell, they hired me. I, so that proves it, yeah. Well, I know they're doing the background checks because we had one that uh, got his offer rescinded after his background check came back. Hmm. Wonder how bad it would have to have been to get his offer rescinded. I don't know the details, but let's just say I'm not surprised. I, I'm just, I just like I've been saying for a while. I wish they would take down the. The big banner outside our office that says heroes work here and just replaced it with a we're hiring sign. Well, you know, it, it, it's funny because we, we never had a full compliment for the last four years as far as subs are concerned. Mm -hmm. But we had a core group of five five subs that could handle any situation. They they could take take three routes, split it up, take care of it, address every situation on their own without management and and what they don't realize is that we don't need management they need us right yeah you know, 
day in and day out, we can do our jobs and get them done without management. They can't do jack shit without us. But when 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 I when I got this kid Andrew Egan his job back for you know after an EP for sexual harassment, when the ADR settled for his job with no back pay, he he, he walked away. He he had already been already had a job somewhere else and said, yeah, "I'll stay there. I'm not putting up with the post office." You know, a month and a half later, one of our senior subs turned around and left us to work at the prison. It was better working at the prison than it was at the post office. And then, you know, one day a kid came back and they had a hamper and a half of parcels and said, you've got to take these out. He says, no, I don't. I quit. I mean, you know, the, the whole atmosphere at work just adds to the whole situation where these people say it's not worth it. You've got regular carriers right. well, walking off the job because it's just not worth it anymore. Yeah. I say I can from the time I was hired up until probably four, about four years or so ago, we've always had 65 to 75% compliment subs, you know, subs to regular, you know, to full, to routes. Mm -hmm. Now, if we have 25 to 30%, um, I'll be shocked. You know, I don't know how many RCAs we actually have in the city, but it's definitely not enough. We have, Christ, we have, what, out of 200 and something routes, we're a formula office. Only less than 80 of them are allowed to have Saturday off. We have a full office that is not allowed to have any day off. You know, and it's just not well, small town. You know what I'm saying, though. But you know, you know, Josh, you're in you're Charlotte, North Carolina. I mean, that's a huge city. That's not like the small town issues like I have in my little town of right. You know, my tiny little town. It's not. You know, Mike's in a bigger city. Bill's not in a small town either. So it's no, it's no. spread amongst all demographics. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I was just looking at the numbers. I mean, when I when I transferred to this office, uh, the the office I work at now, we always seem, up until recently, we always seem to be around about fifty percent. Like when I got there, we had forty two routes and twenty one RCAs. Right now, we're up to fifty routes. And we have 14 RCAs, so we're down to about 20, about 28 percent, less than 30 percent coverage. And they just went through. We just went through another round of carriers losing Saturday, uh, losing their Saturday paydays because we don't have enough um, RCAs or leave replacements to uh, to cover them. Right. So we're down to. I think we're down to like just nine people who can have Saturday off. Something like that. Yeah, yeah. We, got eight, we got eighteen routes, and nobody's getting off. Well, we're we're not even talking about the being able to get off. We're just saying, you know, what your K relief drop day is. Well, yeah, because no one's they've they've had up for almost a year now on our swinging doors out to the um to where the vehicles are. All carry, you know, all carriers are mandated to work. This includes rural on your R five and R R three days. Mm 
Oh, they're, they're not even giving us R3s. They're just paying R5s right off the bat. Yeah. You know, and I, think, I, I think our supervisor was trying to get that in through the heads of a couple carriers in my office of, you know, especially during Christmas time in the next few weeks, being that we have one RCA now who also has the whole, or, you know, also has the ox route is why can't we have, we have two, uh, two Monday K days, two Saturday K days, and then we have our J's. And our one Saturday K day, she gets hers. And the Mondays now are going to have to rotate. But, uh, you know, why can't we for the next few weeks have all hands on deck on Mondays so I could run my ox route and then I can also run auxiliary assistance on Mondays to help out because our office is not allowing us to come in on Sundays to run parcels. God help me tomorrow morning, because I'm running two routes. You know, it, is it the, you know, it's at the point now where they can't redo the formula because that would put us to where there's, would be more non-Saturday relief days on any one particular day of the week. Than Saturday, which is not contractual. Well, all I know is that we can't redo the formula because of the fact that there's nobody to, to put in that right. formula. Yeah, they're paying us. Uh, they're paying us the R fives because. They can't give us the damn, you know, X day during the, the overtime period, well, the Christmas period, because, folks, guess what? There's nobody there. Mm -hmm. Right. So they're just paying us the money. I mean, you know, it, it's it's such a sad situation. And, and, and I don't see, like I said, it took two months for this guy to get hired. And are you kidding me? Would have loved to have him a month ago. Well, here's, but, you here, know, they, here's my your feet on it, shit. Yeah, and here's my scenario too. I mean, it's not even just getting find you know people to apply and get hired on. It's retaining them, and you know yeah. I I'm looking at going regular at the end of next summer. What's going to happen then if they we don't get anybody in the door to stay? Well, well, yeah, with this new yeah this new guy, they, I I said I told him I said yeah you can use him to run parcels. I said but he's not getting on any other route, and I says. Because if he does, I'll, I'll tell him to walk out. I said, I'll walk out with him. I said, I'm tired of this. I said, you know, this, this shit is why we have nobody. Because you keep bouncing them around. You don't let them get familiar with the scanners, with the procedures, and everything mm -hmm. else that we do here. You just want to chew them up like they're damn dog meat. And I said, you know, and you can't keep doing that. You know, this is why we don't have but, you know, one PTF and one sub right now. And the sub's got the whole two days experience under his belt. And the city carriers, they had 11 guys retired this year early just to get out of the fucking office. Mm -hmm. And now you're laying down 22 routes per day. How many city? I, I got city carriers walking. I, I got city carriers walking by going, hey, Bill, you're going to get mail today. Oh, that's nice. How many city car <laughs> How many city routes do you have in your office, Bill? 68. Wow. 
not used to that. See, both both offices I've worked in had only uh, two full and one auxiliary. Even my, my first office that had 16, well, now it has 17 routes, and they actually just went formula this past summer because they can't keep anybody. And when I started, we had a full complement. But, uh, yeah, they, there's only three city routes in that office. There's only three city routes in my office. And we, like I said, we've got two city and an auxiliary, yet we have two full-time city carriers, one PTF and one CCA. So the PTF is learning how to be a 204B. And we pick on him when he comes out to have a smoke. We're like, hey, the Poom's here. <laughs> He's nicknamed the Poom in training now. We had a supervisor come out with their little... Uh you know, uh, vaping pen the other day. And we told her, sorry, this is the craft area. You're down the other end. <laughs> wow. Hey, I, I don't, I'm not just nicknamed the big A. I earned it. Yeah. <laughs> we know, we know. I, I don't, I, I never question that one from you, Bill. Well, we had, we had a, a pre-Thanksgiving, you know, smorgasbord on, on Wednesday. Uh-huh. You know, people brought all kinds of food in. Oh, we're know, not pies, allowed. We're not allowed to do that small. anymore. <laughs> and the postmaster came over. He says, is this food for anybody? I said, nah, it's for working people. Get away from it. <laughs> yeah, our postmaster doesn't allow us to do that anymore. She's very anti uh, uh Anti anybody having any type of fun at work. No, well, that's a great atmosphere. Oh, I, I know. No fun zone. Yeah, it really, with her there is the no fun zone. Um, yeah, but it's been, uh, I, I, I will say I've had uh, quite the satisfaction the last couple days of uh, her lips are being super glued to my rear end right now, being that I'm the only RCA and when I have to run a full route, I'm running my ox route as well. So she has been uh, giving me uh, partial assistance herself. So I'm making sure she gets uh, her works in when needed. Mm -hmm. it, it, it's, uh, we're, we're at a tipping point right now. We really are. Yeah, we are. And uh, I, 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 don't, I don't know what the solution is besides just bodies and, you know, getting rid of the management. We, our management is so, so piss poor. I had a supervisor. She, she's, I'm not going to say stupid. She's just dumb. Yeah. <laughs> 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 you know, I was, I was, I wanted her to sign a grievance as being, you know, submitted as timely. And she's like, well, I don't want to put my name on this. I says, you're not. You're just initialing that it was timely. And she goes, but I don't want to be associated with this. I says, it's your job. And she goes, no, I can't sign this. I said, and you wonder what's wrong with this fucking place? I said, people like you don't even know what the hell you're doing. Mm -hmm. And I walked in. She can't talk to me like that. And I turned around and snapped at her. And I told her, I says, I'll talk any way I want to you. I says, because somebody as stupid as you shouldn't be sitting in that fucking chair. Well, and that's where we get. Well, that's when you just write management refused to sign three A. Yep. And our ODR said if they refuse to sign it, you know, if they refuse to sign a date, it, it makes those they can't say it's untimely. Yep. 
No, and it, and and I got it damn you know dot stamp too, circle stamp on there, and said, you know, there you go. And I had the clerk uh, initial it with, with the date stamp on there too. It, uh, you know, it, it, but that's the type of people that are managing the post office, guys. How scary is that? Well, My... I put in it two, three weeks ago at this point. I put in for um, Tuesday, Wednesday of this week. The supervisor fumbled around the desk for a, a moment. I don't even think it was a full minute. So I can't find the calendar to see if there's availability and marked it denied. I said, how can you, if you can't see if there's availability to approve it, how can you deny it? Right. Nor did she reach out to any other station within the city to see if there's availability for coverage or any offices within the area to see nope. if they had someone to cover, which is the contention I put in my statement uh, when I sent it up to my rep. And my rep um, was there went last Wednesday, and he's sitting there waiting while he's waiting to talk to someone. He interviewed her and asked her the same questions and then said, asked her if she reached out to anyone. She said, I didn't know I was supposed to check at other stations there were two uh, two of the stations that he re you know that he reached out to asking them for their their leave calendars their schedule sent it actually sent them the stuff two of the stations had at least one rca each that could have come and carried my route tuesday and wednesday by the way did you follow the order of consideration which tells you that you, you call around to the other offices? Yeah, but if he's what's, many... What's the order of consideration? <laughs> well, and that's where you're dealing with. How many well, stations are underneath your uh, one one main that's all considered one office? Um, it's like nine or ten that have rural routes in them. So I think there's like fifteen. You there's fifteen stations total. Uh, two or three are just PO box and retail, and it's like nine. I think they have rural routes. So, yeah, she should have reached out to all. You know, and it's an email to all the rurals, saying, "Is there available? You know, do you have an RCA available?" Well, yeah, because you're still technically one big office. You're just in different multiple. stations. Yeah, multiple buildings, basically, across the city. Right. Where it's not um, RMPOs because it's all one mm -hmm. office. Yep. You know, you're Postmaster, just... actually, his office is on the second floor of the plant. He's not in an actual delivery unit. Well, it's like our office. We've got 26 offices with rural carriers within 25 miles of us, and they don't call nobody. They don't check for nothing, no how, no way. And, and I'm just sitting there like, you know, <laughs> this is not how you run a post office, folks. Mm -mm. But, you know, then again, a lot of the, 
The supervisors in my office don't even talk to each other, let alone somebody at another office. Right, exactly. Yeah, you know, it'd be unheard of if they picked up a phone and asked, you know, for help. Customer says to me, says, Bill, I can't get through to anybody at the post office to complain about the mail. I said, well, you know, don't do that. Call Chrissy Houlihan's number. She's a congresswoman here. <laughs> and, yeah, they says, yeah. Why? I said, because she'll come over here and start shit. I says, but they, they have the phone silence in our office, so nobody picks them up unless you go through the 800 number. You know, and this, yeah. and this, well, this, this, this was one of my customers. It was somebody who's visiting, and, they, you know, they know me. So they asked me, what do you, what do, you do? I said, the best thing to do is call your congresswoman. Yeah, well, it's, in my office, they have the phones, uh, the ringers turned off, but they actually have the display so they can see when it rings. Mm-hmm. But it has a caller ID so that they know if it's the same customer calling over and over again and just not answer it. Yeah, I mean, yeah, and in our office, I know how much we spend on IT as the the post office. But boy, I'm tired of hearing we don't have internet. We don't have it. We can't print the holes. We can't print the premium forwards. We don't have internet. I'll get my son over here to hook it up for you, okay? Yeah, so they just what the hell up- is wrong. You, you know, you don't have internet. Yeah, they just upgraded ours uh, this past summer. But the computers and if you don't have so internet, you, fucking outdated. You, yeah, if you in our office, if you don't have internet, you can't open the retail window. Uh-huh. Oh. How about that, folks? Oh yeah, it's it, yeah. It, it, it's being run run by a bunch of idiots with the joy trying to get rid of these extra fifty thousand positions. And people are going into jobs. We have people from operations going into HR department. And they're calling the postmaster to find out how to post a job. Yeah. How freaking sad is that? Yeah, this is, I, unless, yeah, I don't see where anything is going to get better. I mean, and we just all had our general wage increases, but that's nothing to even think about. I mean, our CAs are still only at nineteen ninety four an hour. You want to keep people? You can go. No, it just went up to nineteen ninety four as of the nineteenth of November. Yeah, but it did. It didn't kick in yet on the paycheck, did it? It will be in. Or did it kick in on this paycheck? It'll be on the paycheck that we're currently in. Right. So this, the yeah, we're currently on the new pay period of when it just started. Right. So, yeah, we haven't even seen it yet. But still, I mean, when you can still go into almost anywhere making 15 to $20 an hour and not having to deal with the issues that we have to bullshit. deal with. Yeah. With, with yeah. the bullshit. And... I mean, if I didn't have so much time invested in, I, I wouldn't be staying. You know, and my time doesn't I even mean, count you, towards we, anything right now, even. We, we have a supervisor that comes to us to ask how to break up a route. What route is near what route? You know, just go away. Just, just go find a fucking corner and we'll take care of it. Because, you know, like I said, management needs us. We don't need management. 
if we took a couple carriers from you know each side of the aisle mm-hmm. and 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 just you know told management to stay home we could run the place better oh completely Here, I, we don't need management in that office to tell us how to do our jobs at and I'm not going to say my, my supervisor never did the job. She actually started as an RCA. Then she went to clerk craft and then she went to city side. And then she was city carry before she took over supervisor. But she was 204B city carry. She gets it. You know, she wants to learn. She's at, she goes, if I'm doing something wrong, please, please tell me, please show me, you know, that way I can correct it and get it done properly for, you know. And so she really, her and I worked together really well that way. My postmaster on the other other started as a clerk in the same office, then moved up to supervisor, and now she's the postmaster in the same office she started in. So if that tells you anything. Well, I, I can't make any comments or judgments because I'm biased in regards to the management in my office. Mm-hmm. And, it's com- and, and it's completely founded in reality that it's not it's not a prejudice or anything like that it's it's just the the plain fucking truth and and it's sad i mean mm-hmm. th- these people if, if you have three open routes on the rural carrier side okay and we do everything to get the parcels out and all that and you got one route that's backed up with 32 feet of mail instead of sitting on your asses and letting us hear you laugh and giggle when we come back at 6 37 o'clock at night how come you're not in the case of throwing the mail? Oh, see, I don't have that. Why, why aren't you? You know, why, why, why don't, why, why don't you have the gumption to get the hell up off your fat ass and do something? Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, it, it's 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 as plain and simple as that. If you want us to work as a team, then you have to participate. Okay. That exactly. Yes. I, I got uh, RD21s next to me. Aldo has four days of DPS and FSS sitting there. When he comes back Wednesday, he'll have six days. And and they've done nothing about it. When I offered to go in on, on Thanksgiving morning and run his DPS for, for three days, right? Mm-hmm. You can't. You might, you, you'll go over 60 hours. Okay. Okay. Fine. Fine. Yeah, I don't. You know, I'll go over sixty hours. I won't come in then. And then when you come, when this guy comes back, he's going to get four full days of relief for free. Yeah. Yep. Because that's the that's the grievance I'm filing. Well, four full are they, days. Um, are they making you guys up there um, spell out what was left and using the formula? Nope. Okay. Because, because when when mail is left, it has to be at the at the direction of the supervisor, and they're supposed to tag it. Mm-hmm. We're not authorized to, to delay any mail whatsoever. Like for example, when I when I come, you know, came back from um, being off for a while, and I have all the mail sitting there from all the days I was gone, you're like. Because I would just set my top stopwatch and say, "This is how long it took me to clean up." They're like, "No, you can't do that. You have to. You, we have to put down. All right, it was four tubs of mail. It was three 
three trays of DPS, a tray of raw, you know, it's spelled out and they use the formula um, to calculate how how long it should have taken. I think on the, for the one, when I was going in June for the week for um, my state convention, I had 187 minutes and based off of pulling the um, end of run reports for that week, and calculating everything, the ADR came up with 243 minutes. I'm like, okay. We'll go with that. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, no, we, we, yeah. we don't even do it. I've got, I've got the postmaster to the point where what I do is I turn around and say, okay, the, the parcels went and, and the mail stayed. Ergo, I want six hours for each day. Because you took two hours of work off the carrier. Right. And if the route's 8.8, .8, I want 6.8 hours. Okay. Yeah. And, and you know, I, I get no argument over it at all. Yep. In, in fair. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That, that what uh, last Tuesday, I, I had 15 pay adjustments approved. What, one girl, she's getting a little over $1,100. I still, I still, still fighting with them that because nobody in HR can go back to December last year when she, you know, came off the uh, hold down and give me the number of the sick days and, and annual leave that she accrued because they can't find it. Ooh. I said, "What do you mean you can't find it? It's, it's in the system." They said, "Yeah, but we're not familiar with the system." Okay, what are you doing in HR? Yeah, but can't Isn't they pull what payroll? their hours were based off of? Well, you, they'd have to be able to figure that out, Josh. Mm. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> oh my god! Sorry, I, I apologize. I, I was starting to use logic there. Yeah, <laughs> logic. No, no, no. Post office is too good for logic. What are you talking about? That makes sense. I think I've advocated at this point for just the post office to outsource either HR or outsource our um, payroll. Payroll, yeah. At least payroll. Because I'm sure a company like ADP, ADP or uh, Paychex could figure it out. Well, and I, I don't think they would have a problem. I don't think they would have a problem keeping their uh, software and computer systems up to date. Yeah, like well, it's up to date, like the post office. Remember? Yeah, that's We've known why for it, years they couldn't do it. You know, that's why it took four months to actually get a pay increase in in place. But how long are we waiting for that back pay? Still, and Still. you know, and RCAs are waiting on that 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 agreed amount in lieu of uh, annual. For those first two pay yeah, periods that they couldn't get it situated after having six months to figure it out. And then it just magically appears after two more weeks or two more pay periods. Really? <laughs> it's, uh, it, it, it's amazing. You know, we've known for years our computers were, you know, outdated. And, <laughs> and, and, and what, what have you done to, you know, to push all this stuff forward? Nothing. 
Mm-mm. Nothing. No. It's like it's like crying wolf. Yeah, you can cry wolf all day long, but if you don't do anything, guess what, folks? Mm-hmm. Let's see. Do, do. Pay schedules. Do, do. Yeah, the, the 19th is when that went into effect. Yep. yep, beginning of this pay period. Yep. Yeah, and the beginning of the next pay period okay, I, starts I, I, Christmas OT. It, it doesn't even matter. I, I get up in the morning, I get dressed, I go to work, I come home, I eat, I do my homework, and then I go to bed. I get up in the morning, I get dressed, go to work, you know, yeah, come home, you know. Rinse and repeat the next day. I hear you. I was yeah. in, I was into overtime Friday by the time I left the office to, you know, go to the routes. I say plural anymore, routes. And, you know, the week prior that, I had gotten that one Friday off out of the sake of having the MOU that allows other carriers to volunteer to assist on other routes. And, and you know, my, my primary for my five-in-one, he said I, he didn't get Amazon in that day because, like I said, our Amazon contractors messed up. And he's like, I will go ahead and take the ox route for you today so you can have a day off. I said, absolutely, thank you, because when I asked her Thursday evening when I got back from running my routes, how many hours I had, we looked it up, and I was already at 48.2 hours on Thursday. <coughs> so, yeah, you know, I, it, it's, it's getting to be insane. Unbelievable. Yeah, and, you know, and Christmas is yeah. just right around the corner. I, It's how... You know, I, I'm willing to work that seventh day on Sundays to lighten the load on Mondays just for the fair sheer fact that I know I have to run two routes on Mondays. But, nope, let's not do that. Because that makes sense. And we'd this, have... this, this, this is how bad it is in Westchester. Out of the 68 uh, city routes that we have, okay, and they they normally lay down at approximately 14 a day. It's up to 22 right now. But out of the 47 carriers they have, 47, 39 of them are over $100,000 this year. Yeah. 15 are over $140,000. Wow. Yes. That's, yeah, wow. That That's, that's, amazing the one carrier they actually chris the only reason he won't make over one hundred fifty thousand this year is they suspended him for uh, a month for for delaying mail last christmas but he'll still break a hundred thousand dollars that's just that that's crazy yeah i mean i know we've got it we've got it we got a 75 year old clerk has been in the post office for 54 years and this guy this guy works every bit of overtime they offer which is funny because he's there but he doesn't work he makes over a hundred thousand dollars a year and he's he's a civil service his retirement tag down in the corner is ninety six thousand dollars a year nice nice i said what the what the hell are you doing working oh i have a big family to support Shut the hell up. 
Dude, you know, yeah, your civil service, you're of age to collect full social security, and your civil service pension, dude. You could be living just fine and dandy at home. Jesus. Oh, he could live anywhere with that kind of money, you know? No, shit. And that doesn't count if he decided to do any um, TSP. Well, yeah, the, the, the funny thing about it is that, you know, if, if he retires, nobody will miss his work. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he, 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 once went in, he once took a break, and, and this is no lie, and, you know, I go in the bathroom, he's in, in the bathroom, he's combing his hair. Well, he doesn't have enough hair to comb. <laughs> and, and he comes out of the bathroom after I come out, and the supervisor says, you know, hey, Zeus, where have you been? He says, I was in the bathroom. He said, what are you doing? He says, combing my hair. The supervisor's taller than he is. He looks down and he goes, what hair? Because <laughs> he has no hair on the top of his head. But he was in there for 20 minutes. Well, you know, sometimes things, things take time. You see, like, with us in my station, we we have a clerk who is in her low to mid-70s. She's probably close to 40 years on the job but she's the only one that's worth the crap in our building and she's she's getting ready to go now she does you know where the last seven years she's worked six days through you know her draw her relief day is saturday her non-sked is saturday the last couple months she hasn't been coming in on saturdays um, she's burning time left and right now. So it's just a matter of time before she actually goes, goes. Um, and we're going to be hurting when that happens, because like I said, she's the only one that actually gets any work done of the clerks. Well, it's like we, we have one clerk that knows the scheme for both zip codes in our office. And when she when she gets a day off, we we, we don't get any mail, okay? Any clerk mail. Yep. The the following day we get hammered, you know, because she comes in three hours earlier. They, they, they try to catch up on her, you know, it, and they go, well, you know, you have forty two feet of mail to go through today, huh? What? <laughs> yeah. You know, just send it to the plant, okay? Right. Well. <clears throat> Jen, she's the only scheme clerk we have in the building. We she only knows the one zone, even though we have three zones in there now. They just give the PSC the little finger thing, the little finger scanner with a laptop, mm-hmm. and they just scan the, the barcode on the letters. And if they don't know it, they put it off to the side till they're done, and then they go and look at the the actual scheme and figure it out. Yeah, it's. It's a it's a shame. I mean, I, well, we how... used to have this guy Eddie. He used to do the um, throw parcels, and this guy threw parcels. You know, not using a machine, okay, from knowing every route in the office. And that's back when we had 102 city carrier city mm-hmm. routes, and tw- and 22 uh, rural routes, and he would throw parcels right. knowing where each one went. Oh yeah, I, I I've seen clerks. <laughs> yeah. For that. And that's the one thing my postmaster, you know, being a clerk in that office for so long, if she has to help toss parcels, 
She can toss some parcels. I'll give the woman that credit, yeah. though. She can toss the parcels. But these two newer PSEs that we have for our two RMPO offices, you know, the one will still have the finger scanner on telling you where to go, where it goes, but it still ends up in the wrong bin. Yeah, that happens a lot. And it's well, just... Yeah, it's just, that's why they work at the post office, not in the NBA. Right, right. And in the right basket. <laughs> There's a difference because Route 7's is right in front of you and Route 2's is at the end of the row. So tell me how 2's ends up in 7's. I mean, I get City 6 and Rural 6, you know, they're on the opposite sides, but come on now. <laughs> well, what, what was the one? I, I, got, I got a package in my hamper the other week. Uh, Massapeka, Massachusetts or something like that. Uh-huh. But it was, it, it was Rural Route 22. Yep. So yeah. they, they said, on oh, Bill's Amber. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Seen those two. Well, I, I, I told you last week, I had a I had a package that went to Roll Route 60 in Waukesha, Wisconsin. Yeah. Like, what are you kidding me? I finally handed it to the supervisor and said, can you get this to go to Waukesha? This is the fourth time I've thrown it. <laughs> well, they, yeah, I like when I, yeah. I like when they do that, and, they, and you give it to them and say it's the fourth time. They say, "How do you know?" You turn it over, and I mark the package on the back yeah. each time yeah. it comes back to me. Yep. Yeah. Or I, I routinely get stuff in my cage. I'm roll route sixty six zero. I routinely get uh, things for city sixteen, rural sixteen. Um. Sometimes I get stuff for rule 50, which I don't understand. Other than if they're just looking at the number, you know, 5060. Those bother me. I don't mind, the, you know, the cages that are around mine, like, you know, uh, rule 58 is right next to mine. And uh, he always pulls his parcels late. So um, if, if, he's, if his cage is overflowing and it bumps into mine, I, it doesn't bother me. And then, you know, then they're trying to get to rural 68, which is behind, you know, my, my cage sits in front of there. So if they throw rural 68 short, it'll end up in mine. And then I have the same problem with 69 being next to my cage. So sometimes if her cage is overflowing or they just miss, those are the ones I expect. But when you're looking at it, okay, rural 60, you know, I see something for Shannon Street. I said, well, that's either 50 or 16 because I don't have Shannon Street online. So. Right. Well, we have in one of the other zones, there's a, I'm on Moral 53, there's a City 53, but in one of the other zones and in that zone, their gurneys are not near where my gur you know, where my gurney is. Like they're completely separate areas. Like they're near but they're not together. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and he at least two, three times a week he'll be like, Hey, I got I got packages for you. Which means that they're coming in and being sorted to the wrong zone in the first place. Like I said, they spend a billion dollars a year on IT, and they can't get it right. I have seen well, the, the, it funny, the last regular I was a sub for, shortly after we got the pass machine, he'd be like, 
you know, if only they had a system, a, a machine that could tell them what route it was supposed to go to, or they could write the route, or they could write the route number on the package itself. Oh wait, they do, and they still screw it up. Mm-hmm. Hey, that, that takes effort, okay? I mean, you know, you're, you're downplaying the amount of effort they put into misthrowing. Well, I look at... I look Again, at... I apologize, Logic. I look Don't at... all stop at once. <laughs> I look at hamperfuls of missent parcels that come from the plant to us. Yeah. I mean... How, how, how do you do that? Right? I mean, I'll be going through my my uh, my tubs of uh, you know route sorted raw flats, and it's just like, okay, <laughs> not me, 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 not me. Yeah, it, it's it's crazy. I sometimes I have to look at the label on the the tub, like, okay, is this supposed to be for this route, or did this send this whole city somewhere else? Yeah, my favorite is when I get something that's like coming from Arizona for Wisconsin, mm-hmm. and I get it in my dispatch tub. Yeah. It's like, we one, how did it even get here? Two, did the machine just say, "Ah, that's close enough"? <laughs> I've had a piece of mail that. You know I've had a piece of mail that I keep throwing in the missense and blocking out the, the barcodes that's supposed to go to California, and it still keeps coming back to Route 11 because I've handled this piece three times, and I looked at it, and I finally just chopped it in the ovum because that's what it was anyways. <laughs> yeah, I, I, have a, I have a shit fit when the uh, electronic uh, address request, you know, service requested. And, and yeah, you, you put it in there, it comes back, you know, put it in there, it comes back, put it in there, it comes back with the yellow sticker this time. And it's like, folks, I can't do anything more with this. You know, it, it's mm-hmm. going in the, into the yellow tub. The hell with you. Like, yeah, yeah <laughs> I'm done with you. Yeah. It just, yeah. It, it, it's like for, for all that we do, for all the, the mechanisms that are in place, to make the post office efficient, it fights itself. It really does. Yeah. And, and, it, and, it, and it fights us. And it's like, you know, are you kidding me? I, I mean, you, you, you can't be that stupid and the machines can't be that stupid. I mean, you know, they're, they're, they're computers. They, they, they don't know any different. But God, you know, why does this shit just happen day in and day out all year long? Just remember, Bill, the computer's only as smart as the man that programmed it. Oh yeah, you you mean like the 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 rural carrier specialist that put uh, forty two houses on the end of a route that was already a forty six k, and you know three other carriers go right by them, mm-hmm. but you have to go three and a half miles off the end of this route to service the damn things. <laughs> I'll see you that. You can't make adjustments now because of the mini mail survey and all that bullshit. I'll I, see I, you I, that. Oh. And read you. 
a girl that's already in the high 60 or low 70 standard hours and they added a whole new subdivision because it had to go somewhere. Okay, I'll raise you K forty eight. That's getting a new development that includes seven hundred and twelve deliveries. Holy shit! That's a whole nother route in itself. Yes, it is. That, yeah. that could be a whole nother K forty eight in itself, right there. Yes, it can be. Because it's 17 miles to get to the first stop. Wow. Unbelievable. Well, I would say unbelievable, but I've worked for the post office long enough to know that it's believable. It's believable, yeah. You can't make this shit up, people. You can't. You cannot. Common sense and common courtesy stop at the door. Yes, yes it does. Well, on that note, guys, we're going to wrap it up for tonight. And uh, we'll come back next week. So, uh, any final words, Mike? No, just just, just remember it, it um, be safe out there. I'm, I'm sure we'll, we'll touch on it. Um, but just, just be safe. Don't, don't let the it's, – it's only mail. It's only parcels. Don't let it don't let it stress you out. Okay. Josh. Yep. Speaking of, don't like you said, don't don't let yourself get stressed out. If you feel yourself getting overwhelmed, take a step back, take a deep breath, and step back in there. Be safe. Uh, especially with it getting darker earlier i know here at 4 30 it was already dusk mm -hmm. same here um so you know just be safe aware aware of your surroundings um and try and have a good week bill what's your last thoughts dear well, like I always say, don't get stressed, cause it. <laughs> it's it's a great pastime. <laughs> but you know, realize, folks, that there are things out of our control that you can't do anything about. There is no need to sit there and, and worry about them. Get get get, like I said, get stressed out about. Do what you can do, do it well, and the most important delivery of the day is you. So you know, you you keep yourself safe. You get home to your loved ones, and the job will be there tomorrow. No matter how much or how little you do, it'll still be there tomorrow. And whether you show up or not, the post office will be there tomorrow. So take care of yourself and get your ass home to your loved ones because that's the most important delivery of the day. Yes, I agree. And let's go, Eagles! <laughs> I, I I do want to go shout out for my uh, Michigan Wolverines who happened to kick the ass of Ohio State Saturday. I unfortunately didn't get to see the game, but go blue. Um, <laughs> but yes. Um, on that note, um, following up with Bill, you are the most important delivery. Um, a little quote that a friend of mine had posted on Facebook earlier today. It says, "Leaving your home and returning safely is such an underrated blessing." 
that's right where we're at. Um, she posts for all my PO peeps. We know this to be true. Please pay attention to those working on the sides of the roads, bringing your cyber deals to homes across the nation. We are not part of the scenery. We have family and pets who depend on us, and we need to get home safely every night, too. So that's a shout out to Tasha. I love you, dear. And on that note, people, like I said, each day is a new day. I'm dreading tomorrow morning, but you know what? I'm going to go in, tackle those two routes, get home after dark, go sit in my hot tub, go to bed, get up the next morning, do it all over again. So on that note, everybody, take it easy, stay safe, and we will talk at you later.